Well, happy Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> happy Thursday. Uh, and welcome back to uh, Live from Live from Rabs. From here we are. Here inside the one and only <clears throat> Rabs Country Lanes. Uh, we appreciate you joining us today. It's Thursday, so Thursday means we're talking food. Something near and dear to our hearts. Yeah, near and dear. We have our weekly check-in with our good friend. And we've now, uh, you heard it here first a couple weeks ago, we've dubbed her Staten Island's food guru. Uh, Pam Silvestri's with us today. And we have some other special guests joining us. Yeah. Uh, so this, yeah, we're gonna have some fun today. And we got guests and we got big news today. Yeah, well, oh, the breaking news. Breaking news. This is where we need like a graphic that comes across yeah, the screen. Yeah, uh, Joe, Joe Cal's working on it uh, you know, we've been extended for another season. Yes, we have. We've got picked up by the uh, network, which is us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're here till May 15th. So. Yeah, so the governor officially gave us the opportunity to continue our series uh, here to May, at least May 15th. At least May 15th. Yeah, whether, whether that's a, um, a, a great thing or not, I don't, I don't really yeah. know. It's unfortunate for uh, business, but... Uh, uh, some other news. Uh, I'm gonna let Frankie. Uh... Yeah, so uh, we've had a lot of news today. Today has been a lot of news. Good, bad, ugly, wonderful. Uh, you know, it's all over the place. So we should be happy. We've been extended uh, to an extent. It, it is a little sad that we are. Yeah. Uh, we are on pause through May 15th. Uh, uh, hey, but our um, the health and safety of everyone that comes first. Primary, primary. Uh, without a doubt. And so within the, within that same um, theme, uh, you know, it's not June 1st. Our, our bowling friends, uh, the USBC and uh, the youth development team at the bowling campus announced today the official cancellation of the Junior Gold Championships, which uh, we had lots of youth bowlers looking forward to competing in that event. Uh, the news dropped about a couple of hours ago. Uh, certainly not an easy decision. Uh, no, for, for them to make, no, uh, you know, it's an emotional decision for most, for many, uh, whether it would have been their first opportunity to go compete or their last, their last, right. Um, yeah. So know that uh, we've, we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. It's been a commonly asked question. Yeah. Uh, so sadly, they have announced the cancellation for, listen, freely for the right reasons yeah. And, yeah. And, and the unknown. Uh, they had plans for a June 1st announcement. Uh, with the information that they have, USBC wor was working hand in hand with uh, the information they get from CDC, and uh, of course the states and the facilities we're using. You know, we're in we're, we're scheduled to go to Las Vegas. Those casinos are all shut down. Yeah. Uh, not knowing when we have the opportunity to get them up and running. Uh, so, and of course traveling. It, it, we're going to if let's say if New York is paused till May fifteenth. That's just that's just us. That's just us. What else is what so else many is happening? people traveling from so many different areas, uh, you know, having to make plans ahead of time. Uh, listen, is it a is it a like Frankie said, it's a hard emotional decision to make. But in the end, the decision is what's for the good of the staff involved, the athletes involved. And the athletes' families, I, yeah. I, you know, and, and all of the staff of the hotels and all the this is a huge event. And um, we're talking about thousands of people embarking yeah. on a city just for this event. And uh, whatever might happen, if, if let's say if the event was able to go on, 
uh, people travel, who's going to be traveling, who's not going to be traveling, Correct. who's making the choice. There are a lot of things that were taken in consideration for sure. The one positive thing, um, there are some scholars, all the advancers that had advanced already are going to earn a little scholarship money, the entry fee. Now, of course, that doesn't re replace the experience. Correct. Uh, but now we have look to look forward to the 2021 event, which I believe is scheduled for Indianapolis. Uh, and and you have, we now have a, a full year of preparation with, with our kids. I know it doesn't replace the event, uh, but hey, uh, we're going to do the best that we can uh, when we are able to get back in the lanes. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the first thing, hey, we could postpone it till September. Uh, we're, it's not, it's sadly, it's just not that easy to, to right. take that event right. and just move it. So, well, correct, um, because now, I mean, they do it at the perfect timing, the middle of the summer when uh, school is not an issue or taking kids out of school is not an issue. So, moving it to any time from September on, uh, and then you have to, you know, have to contend with kids that are coming back to school that are some of them probably going to be months behind in work. I, I, you listen, it, it's a, like I said, like Frankie said, it's a tough one, but uh, it's uh, it's the only thing that could be done. Yeah, and there are a lot of questions out there. Uh, so to go to bold, excuse me, go to bold.com, uh, read, the, read the full press release with the information. There'll be more information that USBC shares over the next week or so. Uh, Kathy is asking a question in regards to the age. Uh, so the age restrict, the age, uh, limit had changed on youth bowling this year. Uh, as far as we're aware, that that won't change. They're not lifting the age uh, the age uh, cap right in lieu of this. Uh, there's so many. There's so many. It's easy to say, hey, let's extend that rule another year. It's not just that. There are a lot of pieces to the puzzle. So sadly, uh, again, it's emotional for a lot of the, a lot of these youth bowlers who were aging out, who thought they'd be aging out sooner, and now will be aging out. Right. Uh, this, this from my understanding, there'll be no change uh, to lifting any of those rules. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it would be easy to say, hey, let's go do it, but it also it's easy to say uh, it would, we wouldn't be able it to creates, effectively do it. Right. It creates issues in other areas yeah. that we're their USBC is trying to comply with. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Yeah, so, there's a, it, you know, right. It, right. It, it, it's, 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 multifaceted so our parents will be in touch we'll have conversations uh with the kids and and do what we can when we're able to so ufn until further notice but at least we have some some clarity i know lots of the parents were looking forward to going to las vegas yeah as was i um so let's let's do the best that we can and and make the best of it uh so that's about for bowling for now we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk a little we'll bit talk more. about that later. Uh, but today we're talking food and so let's we got our food guru uh, Staten Island Advanced Food Editor, the one, the only, Pam Silvestri. Pam Silvestri. And uh, so, hi, Pam. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? And uh, we have another special guest with us today. Uh, oh, there he is. Hey. Oh. hey, Massimo. Hi, Massimo. How you doing? I'm not driving no more. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Massimo... Uh, was was just driving as we had him in, in in waiting, which wouldn't be the first time that somebody's driving. No, to him, we had a whole concert uh, list, uh, the other day while he was in the car. Oh yeah, John Rome. and jo Joe Bruno was working yes. on uh, on his. Uh, uh, that wasn't even a car; that was an excavator. I believe yeah. he was a <laughs> dump truck or something. Uh, Massimo comes. For, are you inside the restaurant? Yes. Uh, so uh, Massimo, if you know Massimo, Massimo's uh, inside of. Uh, are you inside Venom? Yeah. 
Uh, so, hey, hey, Moss, uh, tell us, hey, how are you? What's going on? Uh, staying busy, you know, uh, trying to stay busy, you know, and uh, trying to stay out of the house as much as I can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, just running around trying to reorganize, uh, you know, the restaurant business into the delivery and pickup, which is a totally different animal. I mean, I did not know it was that much of a different animal than, uh, than the usual dining and dining room, you know? Yeah, I would. I would imagine you know. For, you probably said, "Ah, yeah, we could just we could send all of yeah. our food out, no problem." Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, I never really get into the delivery part of it. Not because I don't like it, just never got into it. Uh, you know, random few here and there, but nothing, nothing major. And uh, so this is definitely uh, thrown into the fire pit all at once. So uh, we're getting adjusted. I'm not the only one. Many of, you know, everybody's trying to get adjusted to this new uh, yeah. restaurant world. Yeah. Yeah, are you doing so? Are you also doing the same thing from across the street from the Richmond, or you're just you're focusing out of one? Um, the Richmond, the first, the first week we, we give it a shot. It was really, you know, like I said, we're trying to get adjusted. We also have Casa Belvedere, uh, so that's a pretty big animal, and uh, we'll take care of that one. And um, we're looking to relaunch the Richmond actually next week. Okay. Well, we shut it down after the first ten days, and then. Uh, you know, we just concentrated me here and also Casa Belvedere. And now we're going to go back into the Richmond, hopefully next week. It seems to be a little bit of a trend. Some uh, places opening back up again, which is good to hear, which is good to hear. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Pam, uh, just so as, if you don't know and you, you know now, if you don't know, Pam goes live every morning at 9 a.m. on Facebook. Uh, with her little up with, her, with an update of what, what's happening in the food scene, and then updates a food diary on silive.com. So Pam, uh, what, what, what did you, what's some update? What kind of update you have today? Uh, well, uh, on the note of Mosmo, Mosmo started uh, a group which is downtown uh, Staten Island. It's what's it called again? It's a downtown.com or downtownsi.com. I don't hear her. Um, can you hear oh. me, guys? We can hear you. Mosmo okay. can't hear you. Um, okay. You can hear us though, right, Moss? Yeah, I hear you guys. I don't hear Pam. Okay, she wanted the name of the uh, group that you created, Downtown Staten Island, Downtown SI. Oh, yeah. I, I put together a small website. Um, it's called Eat Downtown SI. Right. And basically, I, I guess, you know, we got bored, I guess. But uh, no, I contacted mm -hmm. local restaurants. You know, we all know each other anyway. And um, we put one website, and it's getting bigger. James I got Coffee. by the end of but by next week we'll have about ten restaurants on there, and um, as a customer goes on my web on our, our website, gets a little preview of all the restaurants, a little you know a little description of what we do, uh, menus and uh, specials and offerings and all that, and without leaving that one site, you can preview all the restaurants and all their and what they're doing. That's great. So eatdowntownsi.com. I dropped the link in the in the comments for everybody to check that out. Uh, yeah. It's nice to see the your you and your fellow restaurants working yeah. together, especially in this climate. And knowing moving forward, that's something that uh, you'll be able to do. Yeah. Well, you know what it is when we get together and start chatting, we all chat about the same crazy stuff that affects us, <laughs> and we all get it. So you know, we try you know throw a couple of laughs in this craziness, and you know what I even finishing the sentences. We're already you know we all know exactly what we're gonna say right. uh, because we're all experiencing it. So and then you know. We share ideas and hopefully resources. I know I know what I already do, and a couple of guys do with me as well. 
sometimes we share drivers because drivers is not easy to get. Mm. Uh, it's really uh, it, not only it's not easy to get; it's also expensive. And you know, and during this time, we're all trying to do inexpensive packages for for people. You know, I mean, my menu, I have my menu, and then I also, which we all offer ten to fifteen percent off as a group on our website. And then uh, we have packages, you know, where, you know, we try to feed people for as little as possible, you know, where we can still make a few dollars, but also the people feel comfortable ordering from us because maybe sometimes it's just as inexpensive, you know, as expensive to order from us than it is going to a local market. So uh, we're trying to come up with all different ideas possible. How's that? I I think that the other kind of cool thing that you're doing, Masmo, can you hear me? Well, anyway, the other cool thing that Massimo is doing is he's doing a wine tasting um, at the end of April, if you want to ask him about that, because I thought it would be kind of cool if we could do like a virtual one where he goes on Zoom or he goes on something where we can You know what? You might, Massimo, you might, if, if, I'm not sure what's happening, but you might have to leave and come back to hear her. But Pam is actually talking about uh, your wine upcoming tasting. wine tasting. And then maybe even doing a virtual. Hey, I'm in for any t- yeah. type of wine. All right. So you want me to try to get out and come back in? Yeah, try that. And if we should catch you work. All right. Close out the app and bring back bring it back. So in the, it. in the meantime, um, also I want to tell you, Randall Manor Tavern is open today. They reopened. Um, oh. Also, some of the Chinese restaurants are starting to get back in the game. We have um, um, Empire Szechuan is going to be opening. Um, in Eltingville, Eltingville Shopping Plaza. I had mentioned this on the show this morning. It was a little bit of, uh, it's not uh, Empire East, which is in the mall. It's Empire Szechuan. I hear Pam now. Hi. Oh, wow. Uh, so she's talking about, she's talking about the uh, restaurants that are, that, are that are reopening and especially, so Chinese restaurants, especially, which were ones that were struggling in the beginning of all this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, going back to February, um, I, I remember, I don't know if I shared this with you. People wouldn't order from them. No, they wouldn't order. Yeah. Uh, and so when this was all down, I remember sitting in the, in the sushi place and the manager had told us that sadly people were calling, asking if they were Chinese and mm-hmm. hanging up the phone. Uh, and which is, which I can't fathom that. It's so sad that people would, would do that and not want to order food. Uh, but I'm glad to see that some of them are yes. reopening. I think yeah. Oriental Plaza was one of the last ones to have remained open for a little while, right, Ben? Mm-hmm. Oriental you. Plaza, and then uh, um, Angela Chow yeah, over at uh, Jade Asian Bistro. Uh, she reopened. She was uh, closed for a couple of weeks, I believe, um, on New Dorp Lane. Um, then we also have Kume, which is a brand new restaurant that opened on Forest Avenue. They sell sushi, and uh, they do like a hibachi type of format, very casual place. They are. Um, they are opening um, in um, uh, anyway, so they're they're open, and then also Ari Rang has been doing it for quite a while. Yeah. So they've been pretty much open the whole time, except Mondays. Mondays are there's like You've a got already. a real dearth of uh, of uh, Chinese food. Like nobody's open on Mondays just to take a break, and they're overwhelmed. You know, like whereyoueat.com. Javon Masuma, do you use whereyoueat.com? Not yet. So the, the Alex is a good guy. He he kind of built this website when he was in college, and it's um it's pretty cool. It's uh it's it's very uh, it's got a lot of menus from around the island and things like that, and um you know it's it's very knowledgeable, it, a very great source of information. But anyway, so they also noted that uh, some of the other places that are opening, 
Um, anyway, that's please, Massimo, talk about the, the wine tasting. I think that's pretty cool. I love yeah. listening to your band. That's it. You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> I always I always try to hit up Pam every time I need to go somewhere to eat. I ask, oh, is this open? Is that open? I need to. I've been, I was dying for Chinese, Japanese, anything but my food, and uh, Pam always there to help me out. Oh well, I am. I am a directory of telephone numbers and such, and so. Uh, <laughs> Listen to me. Four one one has got nothing on you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. We're gonna have to start a new one. It's a food one one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, well, we, we, we've been doing wine tastings here since I opened up. Uh, I mean, I skipped maybe a couple of months here and there in the summertime for obvious reasons. But every month, we always have a wine tasting. You know, Italian, mainly Italian, but I also go into some, uh, obviously, California. And uh, it's always it's always like a four or five course uh, dinner paired so many One air. second. Pardon me. One yeah, second. go ahead. Sometimes the wine <laughs> makers, yell at you know, kid. What's that? <laughs> yeah, Probably beating each other up. Yeah. So yeah, get, you keep keep talking about the, yeah the wine tasting. So, me and my uh, my sommelier, we said, listen, let's not skip this month. Let's figure it out. So we're gonna do a an offsite uh, wine tasting. We already had to set it up and we had to cancel it, but now we're gonna put it back on uh, at the end of the month on a Thursday, uh, which is you know April thirtieth. We're gonna do a five course uh, wine tasting from um, a great winery in Tuscany. So how are we going to do this? Well, obviously, everything's going to be plated. And we're going to have a couple of drivers send everything out about 40, about half an hour before everything starts. And I'm going to have everybody uh, link up to Zoom, put a camera in my restaurant. I'm going to have my wife sit down at a dining room table. And as everybody's on camera, we'll uh, serve each course. I will be speaking about, the you know, the obviously the food, the plate we're serving at the, at the moment, how it's prepared, where it comes from. And my sommelier will be talking about the wine, how it's, you know, from where it comes from and so forth. And uh, we'll go course by course by course. The wine, what we're going to do is we, I have these small individual glass bottles, which are going to bottle the wine in individual glass bottles that will be, you know, delivered with the food, labeled. And uh, that's pretty smart, Moss. And we're going to get a drink yeah, on. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get a, enough guys on. I have, I have some great. Uh, loyal customers that have been coming to my wine tasting every single month. They don't even ask me what wine I'm serving or food. They just come automatically. This time is going to be Tuscan Winery with Wild Game. So, you know, wild boar, rabbit, lamb, you know, what have you, know, things like that. What a great idea. I think that's such an awesome idea. Um, yeah. I so, kind of, I, I envision this, that we do it all together, um, you know, on virtually, I think that is such a great idea. Yeah, I mean, like I said, on, on the laptop, you're going to have uh, everybody will be somewhat seeing each other. You're going to see what we're doing and they're going to, you know, talking to each other. Hopefully a lot of these guys, a lot of my customers, they know each other. So they'll be talking about the wine and with the food. Basically the same thing we do when we're, when we're here in the restaurant, except that you'll be looking at each other on the camera, mm. which these days people are used to it. Uh, and that's that. So... Oh. So Tina, Tina, Tina Voltaggio uh, is on here, and she's saying, Massimo, our anniversary dinner last night was delicious. Thank you. Oh, That's Tina, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, she. Uh, she called me early in the afternoon, and uh, we we brought everything to her around five o'clock, and she was all, you know, all excited about doing anniversary in our house. And I, I mean, to me, it was a, you know, it was great to hear that somebody's calling me for the anniversary. You know, <laughs> to feed them. 
And um, I just want to, Helen Arch, Archpoli, that's a great name, by the way. Helen, uh, you said, is, is Pam okay? She keeps stuttering. And I actually got a phone call from my friend. It's a long story, but somebody fell in the neighborhood, an elderly person. And I was, I had to get, I had to get in touch with the guy who's a doctor in the neighborhood to go check her out. So that was, I was a little panicked when I'm like looking at the text. And so I'm sorry about that. I apologize for, for being a little verklempt. Oh, hey, I, 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 you know what? You're not, you really are the 411. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's just terrible. We have a doctor that lives up the block and he's pretty good about, you know, you know, he's sort of a neighborhood doctor. He's got like his, he used to have his practice in his house and he's retired now, but anyway, so that was that. Um, kosher restaurants, kosher restaurants. There's like no kosher restaurants on the island. And I don't know, Massimo, do you remember Golden's Deli? Do you remember going there in New Springville? I moved uh, from I moved to Staten Island about six years ago, five years ago. Uh, so it's gone already. And I still get around with a GPS when I go home. So I'm <laughs> like I'm the worst. <laughs> well, I, I thought I, Golden's was great. The service there was a little wonky, but um, it was kind of cool because they had that subway car, and you could go in the subway car and have your matzo ball soup and everything. I loved that. That was so Staten Island. They had the caricatures all around. I loved it. Um, and then there was another place that it opened. It was called Vintage Deli and it was on Lincoln Avenue. It was sort of short-lived. I guess it went for about two years, but it was a neat little place. It was like underneath, um, underneath uh, like a, another place. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, it was called Allure Cafe uh, yes. later yes. on. And, and now it's right at the top of the block. Yes. Right. Panino Rustico is there now. Yeah. And Massimo, those are your friends, Panino Rustico. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're from, uh, they're from Bessoner. They have yeah. a place in um, right up right on Bensonhurst. Great paninis, good guy. Yeah, and uh, they do a nice job there. That's another nice place um, in a very airy environment. You know, when you could sit down and, and dine again. But um, I'm kind of curious. Um, Harold's is only when Frank Frank uh, says that Harold's is only 15 minutes away from Staten Island and Edison. Yeah, if you can handle those massive. You know, <laughs> yeah, the only time I've yeah, a kosher restaurant, there was a vegetarian, kosher, Indian cuisine that had opened up uh, not far from uh, was Vic, was that Victory and Clove, I thought yes. I remember. Yeah. Uh, yes. I don't know. Are they still open? No, they closed. That was a restaurant that was a little bit of an offshoot um, from of an Indian place called uh, Indi uh, what was it called Indian Clove. It was like yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, they they uh, they were sort of short lived. But yeah, I mean, vegan and uh, kosher sort of goes hand in hand. I have a a, a friend who's Jewish, actually, uh, who used to be my neighbor, and uh, they were very strict vegans. So that was very helpful to have that kind of a restaurant. But um, and uh, yes, the chocolate Frank Tisolino had uh, the 32 ounce chocolate egg creams. Yeah, they, they it, it, basically an egg cream is just chocolate syrup and 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 seltzer. I don't understand the the craziness about it. People from a certain era are so nuts about that particular concoction. It's, it's, I don't old, it's get an it. old school jelly thing, no different than a jelly pickle. Like you go and you look forward to that beverage. I like them too, but now I'm with it. Okay, hey, I want to go back to the wine thing. I'm really excited about this. We are. We're very excited. Uh, Massimo, tell us how can one sign up for the wine thing experience that you're going to set up? Well, I have to do a background track on you first. You're going to get vetted. <laughs> and afterwards, uh, we got to get a, uh, a poll together. Now, um, we're going to blast the menu out. Uh, actually, today. 
uh, you know, what we're going to be serving. And then everybody just usually just uh, calls directly to the restaurant or emails us to the restaurant. And then, um, and that's that. And obviously, wait, I'm sorry. It's not just that. I got to go check out how it's going to work on Zoom. And, you know, I know how to work on Zoom, but I guess yeah, everybody else that can download the app so they'll be able to, you know, experience that. Yeah, I think it, I think that's awesome. I, I, I'm in. So oh, weird. Uh, I'm definitely in. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, it's funny because for me, I'm out. Of, I'm out of the way. So uh, we love making trips down there. And the last time, the last time I said it, it was in the restaurant. Uh, four visits before, you had told us you have to try my lasagna. And we we were talking <laughs> about the lasagna every freaking time I showed up, and of course you didn't have enough. So finally, the last time my brother and I sat at the bar and finally got to uh, enjoy that lasagna. And I'm telling you, if anybody, there's, there's no comparison. You, it, I would never eat lasagna out in a restaurant, but you sold it and oversold it. And man, it was probably one of the best lasagnas yeah, ever had. food is great uh, there. We love my brother's that. watching probably and he ate a lasagna the other night, which was amazing. Uh, but yours, yours does Trump. Well, you know what uh, it is? Um, uh, there's a classic lasagna bolognese, you know, which is your, you know, ground, you know, bolognese meat sauce and bechamel. But a couple of guys, when they come in here, he goes, it looks like a lasagna, but in reality, it's a short rib beef stew held uh, together by two slices of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's delicious. Uh, hey, and you know, I, I love the menu. There's so many, so many great things on your menu. Uh, what would you, what's your, what's your, your top seller? My top seller on the pasta is the lasagna, believe it or not. And uh, I mean, they all sell really, really well. The, you know, the cool thing about computers is that you know you see what you know what your ranking report what sells the best. The truffle pasta is the uh, these little purses of pasta filled with cheese and a creamy wild mushroom and truffle sauce. Well, that's what I have. Yeah, that's, that's great. one. The lasagna is two, and right next to it is a fight between the pappardelle with the wild boar meat sauce. Oh, that's good too. And the fettuccine with the short rib meat sauce. A lot of meat eaters around here. People yeah. always ask for like veggie dishes, and then they always end up eating meat, meat, meat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that beet salad is is really uh, good. Oh yes, yes. The beet salad is. I can't. It, it's crazy how many beets I go through. Uh, I mean, it's uh, beet salad in general in all my restaurants is is by far one of the top appetizers, which is a salad, but it's more like an appetizer that we sell. And uh, and you know what else? Cauliflower. Oh, my don't me. The cauliflower <laughs> gratin is like uh, it, it's it's pretty crazy. That's uh, Massimo. Do you know you know Maurizio uh, Asperdi from Basilio uh, Inn? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He he decided not to continue. He decided to kind of shut oh. down the oh, other really? day. Yeah. I was. I guess he's like I don't know. Not disheartened, but it, I guess something happened with the, the wind. Um, knocking something down, and I, I guess it's just the, the to-go format is difficult for some restaurants like like that. I mean, it he's difficult. done the same thing for what decades, right? And and now we're have to change over. But I think that permanently, we're going to um, yeah. A joy more. Kellen Barger is saying that this food sounds fantastic. His food is fantastic, and it is. Yeah, killing, and it's killing me too because I'm getting I'm like drooling <laughs> thinking of you know like. The wild boar ragu, but um. and Joy is watching us from Ohio. Oh wow! And, uh, Joy, you're gonna have to make a trip because you can't experience what we're talking about in Ohio. Oh no, it's one of a kind. <laughs> uh, so Massimo, what? Um, how did 
did you decide to invest in this particular part of Staten Island? What drew you there? Or that specific location? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a. I, mean, I find it a very amusing uh, question because I've, I've I've been asked that God knows how many times. I moved out, like I said, I'm not from Staten Island. You know, I mean, I was born in Italy, but I grew up in Brooklyn. And my, my, my past businesses were in restaurants were in, um, actually, my first one was in Florence, Italy. But after that, when I moved to the States, my other restaurants were in Manhattan. Uh, I briefly got out of the business for a while. I went into the food business mod for large corporations, so corporate world, and I moved to Staten Island. And when I moved to Staten Island, not knowing Staten Island, after a few years, I left the corporate world because I got, well, the itch was always there to go back into it. And... Um, I'm looking around for areas. So I lived in Brooklyn in funky neighborhoods before it became what they became now. I lived in Fort Greene, Clinton Hill, Williamsburg, but the north side, when there wasn't even a high rise yet over there. And when I came down here to look around, this area reminded me of that. Uh, and the mixture of people and uh-huh. just, uh, you know, also being close to the water just like Williamsburg is and so forth. And it's, how do you say, it's very, it's a great mix of people. You start getting away from the North Shore, this particular area, it becomes to me all the same. I don't know how to explain that to you. Um, and it's funky. Yeah. And uh, when I saw the little, the little house, the little building, I said, wow, this reminds me of I want to be able to, rem- to when they walk in to think they walk into somebody's house, and that's exactly what it reminded me when I walked into the space, even though it didn't look like the space, like completely ripped it out. And um, you find many of these places in the countryside in Italy, in the, you know, little villages, little towns, very rustic, small. You can see the guy cooking behind, and that's exactly what we kind of recreated over here. Yeah, that was. A, and was also, a- I'm sorry, one more thing. And everybody, and I'm saying every single person that I kind of knew in Staten Island, including supposedly friends of mine, how they told me that I was, I, obviously I can't say alive, I was out of my skull to be taking a lease of a space on Bay Street, not only on Bay Street, but in Stapleton. So I'm like, okay, no problem. <laughs> well, funny thing is that my, uh, I grew up about three blocks from there. My husband grew up on Bay Street, a block away. Uh, oh, wow. My father owned the business on Bay Street and Broad Street where Lackawanna is now. Yeah. It used to be uh, Richmond Glass and Mirror. And we were there for 20 years. And you know now it's nice to see uh, businesses coming back in. Uh, I get my hair cut at City Curl. Um, oh. Me too. Great <laughs> girls over there. <laughs> They come here all the time. They're all, actually we have to get in their food for Easter. Uh, and it's nice. It's little businesses, like you said, um, family owned, and it's it's really nice to see that coming back to the neighborhood. It's Listen, really- you know, you know, it's cool. Also, when I opened up, and still now, I get obviously not a lot of them, but I do get people coming in from the city. They'll come here to eat, and I see them, and I you know they'll repeat the customers. Obviously, every couple of months I see them, but I'm like saying, wow, they're coming from the city to come here to eat. Why? It's also very accessible. Yeah. Ferry, it's free. It's a cool ride. Well, sometimes it's literally cool, but it's a nice (laughs) ride. 
and then it's a it's a it's a two stop train ride, and boom, you're here. And uh, aside from me, there's other places that you can walk around and check out. Yeah, absolutely. So it's very accessible. Yeah, After and this was, neighborhood, it becomes like, okay, wait a minute, I got to drive now. I got to, you know, so it becomes a little bit different maybe. But we're very accessible to the city and everywhere else. And that's the one of the main reasons why I liked it is because of that. It's accessible to the city and to Manhattan. Yeah, and now so many people have, there's so many things to look forward to in the area where you can, you know, you could now truly do a bar crawl. You could, you could go and enjoy some of the restaurants that are in that space. I love making that trip down there. Before you opened... Uh, but, and I and I love the place. You did a great job, and, eat, and in the back is great too that you recently yeah. opened. Thank you. Uh, it was a little burger joint that was blue and purple and white. That yeah. I think, top, toppings, I think it was called. Yes, yes. yes. toppings. I don't, yes. I don't even think it ever opened. No, it uh, opened. It, it was short lived. Uh, but I remember what it looked like driving by and going, uh, "What are you gonna, just to your point? What the hell are you going to do with this?" <laughs> well, listen, when they uh, again, my friends. And when they, uh, they they give me the history of like, I think it was like three different restaurants in a matter of less than two years. Yeah. And they said, you know, obviously, you know, wishing me the best by saying, how long do you think you're going to last down here? You know, you're going to get killed, shot, you know, this and that. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, there's a very bad stigma from in Staten Islanders of what this neighborhood is like. And it's a stigma that this neighborhood should not, doesn't belong to it. You know, mm -hmm. so, um, and I got to admit, I, I get a lot of people from all over the island. And it's, and I, I'm not saying thanks to me, but thanks to the people that have opened in the last few years, they're showing Dave. people from the opposite <laughs> side of the island that it's not true. You know, it's a, it's a great neighborhood. It's a lot of great spots to go to. And the biggest thing about it, I believe, down here is where you find a lot more diversity in food options than yes. you do than the rest of the island. Yes. Oh, without a doubt. Hey, we have a, a new guest has joined us. Hey, Dave. Oh, boy. He's Dave driving. He can't hear us, Teddy. Hi, Dave. Hello. Oh, we can hear him, but he can't hear us. Awesome. <laughs> how are you? Hello, sir. How you doing? Hanging out, chit-chatting like I always do. <laughs> I was listening to you. you. You know, you're so right about uh, about Stapleton having a bad stigma uh, attached to it. It's, it really is a great little neighborhood, and uh, the city could do much more to support that that's, that uh, area. Yes. Hey, 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 Dave. What are you, what are you up to? Oh, you can't. You can't hear us. My apologies uh, hey, if I was chewing. I was <laughs> I was eating a little piece of polenta with mushrooms. Oh, and sure, yeah, make yeah. us hungry. Make <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, David. David is. Uh, David, are you there? Well, anyway, David can't hear us right now. So, uh, but uh, he's basically delivering uh, produce, I think. So we have uh, a little bit of a farm kitchen. We are licensed by New York State. Uh, by the Ag and Markets, and we have a farm kitchen, actually. Look at you. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, it's legit. It's legit from the state, and we have an inspector that comes, and we're allowed to produce things like, uh, well, David does it. David's, David's handling of it. He does uh, jams and jellies and, and baked goods, and we can't do things that have protein in it. So, but that is a little side thing. But that's what his, you know, his little side thing is. 
to do that. And people enjoy it. And he's been getting produce in from the Hunts Point market and, um, and some friends that work up there. So, so, um, you know. so that means that he's out there early in the morning, huh? Yeah, actually, well, the gentleman that comes to bring it is it's paratrooper Chris. He's wonderful, and he uh, brings bad. brings the produce in and sacks of potatoes and things like that. We divvy them up, and or David divvies them up, and and then basically uh, distributes them to people who all chip in. It's like a CSA. So, but you know, just sort of to mix things up for people. Also, I don't know if you've noticed this, but there's like not a lot of greens. You know, like there's no. Uh, arugula and things like that like loose, yeah. loose greens in the uh in the supermarket i don't know so that that's something that people need and so um, we have access to it so, that's, you know. that's why i was so happy yesterday when girardi's was open hey david had a lot of stuff there yesterday. he is yeah oh you went to girardi's yes i did oh wow I love them, Nazareth, where do you live if you don't mind my asking you live over i live uh daniel terrace oh okay we're, we're over by Key Food in, in West Brighton. Oh, okay. Not that far. Yeah. That's that far. So. David, can you hear us yeah. now? Okay. Well, I'm going to duck out. I want to thank you very much. Thank you, Pam. Thanks, Pam. All right. And we'll and I just, you next Thursday, Pam. Also, Ciao, Pam. also, real quick, in, in your scroll, I'd hear, I just want to thank everybody for, for listening, and, and that's very nice. And Arthur Horowitz, nice to chat with you. Take care, guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, David. Bye, Ciao, Pam. Ciao. So, hey, hey Dave, uh, Pamela just given us a, a little idea of what you're up to, making, yeah. some, making some deliveries. Right. So I've been, like I was explaining earlier, I do this for a couple of years now. I've been uh, putting little farm baskets together. We grow things at the house, and uh, I have contacts with uh, local farms in New Jersey and then through the restaurant business, like Massimo, we have uh, contacts with people in, uh, at the Hunts Point Market. And uh, I thought during normally I wouldn't start my baskets until May, but I thought during this crisis that people were really having a lot of difficulty getting uh, items from the supermarkets. They're waiting a long time. It's uh, that whole idea of uh, social distancing that really can't be done in a supermarket safely. So I started offering the baskets from for products from directly from the Hunts Point Market. And uh, I break it all down for them. And a, a basket consists of uh, like this last week's basket had um, onions and shallots and carrots, and parsley and rosemary and arugula, lemons, um, apples. And I do a little baking. So I throw a nice loaf of uh, homemade bread in there. Uh, I did some banana muffins. And it's a nice little basket. It's enough for two people to have like some sides and things for their meals, for, for a couple of meals. And it's uh, very affordable. It's $20. And they get picked up in bulk by, uh, I drop them off at Glory Honors, uh, Honor Wines in Stapleton on Beach Street. And people come by and they pre-order their wines and they pick up their basket and their wine. It's uh, very cool. Good old Farmer Dave. I think that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't, I didn't know. No, I didn't know either. You know, I, you know, I enjoy doing it. And it, it really started out with maybe like, maybe like 25 or 30 loyal customers. You know, it's not something that people have to do every single week. They can drop out if they're away or they just don't, they have enough produce at home. They don't have to take it. Um, so it's on a weekly basis. <laughs> and uh, they just... Awesome. They PayPal, they PayPal the money over, 
and uh, this way there's no cash exchange, and they just pick up their baskets. So, How does one sign up for that? Yeah. Well, they go to Instagram. I am underscore farmer underscore Dave, and I usually um, post uh, around Friday or Saturday of what's coming the following week, and then uh, through that um, Instagram post, they go to uh, PayPal and they send me the twenty dollars, and then on Wednesday, they baskets show up at two o'clock in the afternoon, and they can pick them up from uh, Honor Wines. I think, I think that's all. All right. And Honor Wines is on Beach Street, right? Yeah, she's one hundred four Beach Street, right in Stapleton, uh, right off the corner, right around the corner from where Vita uh, Vita Restaurant is. Yes. Um, right, right on that corner there. That's uh, yeah. Manduza and Beach. It's a five-minute walk uh, from my restaurant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's right up the street. Yep. yep you know, right up the street. It's it's funny because uh, it's one of those addresses that I never knew until I went there for the first time. Then, dude, when you always drive down, you see that one strip of businesses, and you go, "Where, where is this place?" Hey. And you know, you have to go the other way. Uh, hey, speaking of Vita, uh, you know, I talked. We talked a little bit about this last last week with Pam. Uh, I brought it up. But talk a little bit about what you were doing there in in the in the kitchen. You know, I know the restaurant's now closed, but the kitchen right. you were hosting dinner right so i was doing uh farm to table dinners or community dinners is what we call them. You get the I, teamed up, I teamed up uh collaborated with uh, laurie honor and uh laurie would do the wines and i would do the food and it would do like a five course meal with wine so it's like a wine dinner and it was 55 dollars a head and uh you know everything was right from the local farms everything was super fresh everything made right then and there uh, on the on the on the spot, got a little amuse bouche from the chef. Me, thank you. Uh, then, <laughs> yeah, we did, some, we did some really cool stuff. We did uh, an all uh, all vegetarian meal one night, uh, which was really neat. It was very very well received. Uh, other times, I've I did I did a throwback to the American Grill one night, where we did all the specialties: the crab cake, the Chateaubriand. We did all those nice little beautiful uh, things that we used to do at the restaurant when we Pam and I had the restaurant. So I, I really enjoyed that. I had a lot of fun. Unfortunately, in this environment, that's not going to work anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see what uh, what time time will time tells. The the, the uh, governor says we're still in the, that home quarantine thing until May fifteenth. Now that's what he's saying. So we we'll got to wait and see. Yeah, I, I I can't wait to be able to go out and and. and my body is somewhat shocked. Uh, I'm used to eating late, going out, uh, and we're eating home cooked meals. And I, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready to go enjoy a nice wine, have a nice meal at dinner. Uh, in the meantime, in the meantime, you got to download Zoom and do the wine tasting virtually, my friend. Oh yeah, we're doing that. <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm in. I, once I get that email, because I get your emails. Uh, I, I'm in. I'm, I'm paying for that, and yeah. we're gonna do it. Uh, Thursday night, usually our Rotary Club meets, and tonight I'm going to encourage us as a group to, uh, to maybe do it. So we'll all be from home, uh, which would be which would be cool. Uh, I'm excited for that. You know, you know, one of the things uh, most I think most Islanders know how to cook uh, their favorite meals and so forth, and we have some wonderful chefs and restaurants on Staten Island. Massimo, you're a testament to that. Thank you. Thank you. I think. I think. I think what's missing and what people are, are starving for is the hospitality that the restaurants offer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the big key that makes them special. And I think we really, we really nail it. Uh, we really nail that here on Staten Island. 
uh, I think our hospitality on many of our upper uh, scale restaurants are really excellent. Yeah, well, it, listen, it, that's the whole experience. And plus people, I love going to a place where somebody, they know your name, you, 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 you right. know, you feel at home. And, and I can't tell you how many restaurants we have. We're so lucky to your point that we have a lot of restaurants that no matter whether you don't, you don't even know the person you're walking in there for the first time, you feel you feel comfortable, you feel like you're at home. Because that island, yet it's so big, yet really so small and everybody knows somebody, uh, which is a testament to, to those that are, uh, in the business, and, and Massimo certainly does that. Uh, yeah. And when you feel nice and cozy uh, hanging out in that place, except for that little window seat <laughs> <laughs> where you're sitting right now. Sometimes, right, that's, that's like the cold spot. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you know what it is. Unfortunately, uh, we had the front built. I put uh, custom-made um, uh, steel windows, steel doors uh, that open up. So you know, people went, I want to sit by the window. Windows always gonna be a little chilly, so I mean, you yeah. know, just bring a, well, a little glass of grappa, we'll fill you right up. No worries. <laughs> and you know, it's cool for people watching, especially on the uh, when everything else is, is around it across the street, or even if there's a party across the street at, at, at the other venue. Uh, that's that's awesome. That is cool. Uh, so hey, uh, we're looking forward to to getting back into action. Uh, and so we appreciate the both of you, you popping up. Thank you. Today. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I also wanted to mention one last thing is um, yeah. that website that we put together. Right now, there's five restaurants. Obviously, mine. Uh, Jay's on the Bay's on there. Seppi from Irby, the pizzeria. Great pizza. Uh, who else is on there? Funky Elephant. Uh, we just got on there. Craft House, because we need our beer delivered. And um, I mean, we're in the process essential. of uh, putting on also Daddio's. Uh, who else? Um, Mizell is going to jump on. And um, Eddie Gomez with his restaurants as well. And uh, I believe also I spoke to Julian. He's going to put his restaurants on as well. So we're going to have a nice, probably a dozen restaurants by, by, by next week. The other main purpose of that is because we're trying also to encourage people to order directly from the restaurant. Yeah. Because we give incentives and percentages off and specialty packages, which we do not offer with these uh, unfortunate, uh, what do you call it right now, uh, uh, rub hubs and seamless and all that. I mean, they're great to a certain extent, but what they charge us to, to do this is is uh, is just, I mean, uh, it's 20 to 30% they charge us for them to do this uh, with Grubhub. And I think Dave knows very well that unfortunately- uh, our our profit margin is nowhere not, close to that. Not not that big. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. they're convenient. They're convenient for someone because the one good thing about them, and not because I think people that only use them will find your restaurant the first time, and hopefully after that they don't they're not going to use the service. And I will say that the restaurants on Staten Island have banded together and have sent a message. People aren't using using the apps, yeah. knowing to your point exactly what you're saying yeah. in these times. As long as you're making it accessible for them to go and that is correct. I also, the other, also the other matter. Let me let, you know. Let me not. Uh, let me throw one more thing in there. I we have our own drivers now, so we pick the driver. We you know right. we kind of know who they are, what they do. I tell them you got to wear a mask, put gloves on, make sure you're polite and that. We have kind of control. They're employees of ours. Sometimes when you get these drivers from these other apps, <laughs> I mean, I don't want that guy to show up at my door delivering food to my wife. I might yeah. scare my wife away. 
<laughs> um, you know, there's no control on what they're going to do with our food or how they're, they're going to deliver it, know. how it's going to get there. Ma- yeah. Massimo, you don't know. I mean, just like some things are a little sloppy to travel and so forth. And you don't know how they're going to handle the bag. Exactly. Or, or, or are they taking multiple deliveries at once and your stuff is sitting in the car for 40 minutes? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And that, and you know, and I've gotten in the past uh, complaints from customers that they're not aware, they were not aware at the time, I guess, that these drivers are not ours. So right. they thought it was us, you know, being responsible for the food, how they got there. And um, so we're trying to, you know, keep that, that is say, at bay and try to provide a, a a different way of customers to order their food from. Yeah, especially during this time that you're taking that, you, you, you've got to be creative and make that happen. Yeah. You know, for us, uh, we, we rely for our delivery. We have a lot of takeout and pickups, and uh, we do we do rely on on the apps for delivery. Uh, we didn't want, we we had gotten into the hiring delivery people, and you know what? At some point, it wasn't enough to to use it. So the apps have our convenience. Yes, and, and you know what? You're completely right because sometimes the driver, you're not that busy. You're paying that driver per hour and it's it's not you know it becomes expensive that's the whole reason why we're trying to do this because we're so close to each other i've been sharing drivers with jay's on the bay down the block uh when i open across the street we're going to start sharing drivers uh because maybe I do tonight tomorrow i need one i don't don't i don't quite know it's always hard to judge how many drivers you're going to need for deliveries yeah <laughs> i always left i live by nona's pizzeria and on a, on a Friday, Saturday night, man, I, there's, they have they have to have at least 10 drivers. I get a kick out of seeing the cars waiting and then running pizzas out to go make those deliveries. Uh, hey, uh, Dawn, is, uh, Dawn just made a comment and a suggestion, and it's, 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 I want to share it. Uh, she suggests putting something in the food from you uh, that, one, thanks the customer from you for using Grubhub. But then, hey, by the way, we're here. We offer this service for the next time, maybe incentivizing them like you already are. Uh, but putting a little note in there. Uh, yeah. yeah We're in the midst of doing that. Like, like I said, we offer, not just me, all of us offer like family packages. Right. You know, in, you know, deals that we don't offer those packages on delivery apps. So yeah. that's also a big incentive. Before I let you go. That's your incentive right there to call directly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. You're supporting. You're supporting the local economy. You're supporting your local business. I think that enough is in itself. At the same time, yeah, we just have to be creative. Hey, Amas, before I let you go, I wanted you to share. Are you still? You were also selling other supplies. Yes, and made available for everybody. Is that something? You yeah, was- you know, I, I got friends that want to call me from out of state. He goes, "Hey, how you doing over there?" He goes, "Well, I'm selling toilet paper and Windex. I'm going with a plate of pasta <laughs> and a and a prepackaged Negroni if you want." <laughs> I like that Negroni idea. Yeah, I yeah we start doing these little small little tiny you know small bottle that serves two cocktails, Negronis, Manhattans, and uh, bourbons, um, you know, and old fashioned. So I got guys coming in all the time getting. T- I, I, I'm serious. It's kind of funny, but it's cool. It's all stuff that I carry anyway. I mean, because my wife my wife went to the, the market a couple of times, and I find everything pretty well stocked. Except when you go into the paper aisle and the cleaning supply aisle, yeah, it's very fair. hard. So I'm like, wait a minute, I got all this stuff, and I thank God so far I get plenty as much as I want to. So I said, all right, let's put it up. So all my tables in my dining room, they're all together, and I just threw stuff on top of it, organized, and I just sell that. You know, people come in, get some toilet paper, paper towels, 
disinfectant and uh, their meals. Yeah, that's, I think it's that's, great. That's great. So cold venom, you can get your pasta, <laughs> your lasagna, <laughs> your uh, toilet paper windex, and, and a bottle of Negroni. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, too funny. Hey, you guys are awesome. We appreciate Thank you. Some time and spending it with us today. Uh, Massimo, we'll see you soon. If you yep. And I'm looking forward to the wine tasting. Oh, oh, and one more thing. And we also have a homemade sausage in jars to go. Oh, awesome. Oh, that's, that's a great awesome. idea. So instead of you spending the money that I want you to spend on my plate of pasta, you just get the sauce and a box of pasta, go home, and you get three right, times more. Is it sauce? Is it Sunday sauce or Sunday it's gravy? Like gravy. Uh, my man. There is no listen. Gravy is on your roast beef. Oh, right. on your pasta, it's sauce. I'm with you, David. Is it the same for you guys? Uh, you know, I think if you put all the meat and everything in there, it's you know, it's more of a gravy. I think oh, if you raise all the meats in there. If you just have the tomato, it's also on the sauce. That's why. That's why I'm an Italian citizen. <laughs> uh, we could debate this for hours. Hey, you guys go back to work. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Thank hey, you, Dave. It was great Andrew, seeing you. Thank you. Take care, care, guys. God bless everyone. Guys, you too. Stay safe. Stay safe. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's great. Yeah. Those guys are great. The debate goes on. I, 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 I could, we could have started that one earlier uh, with with Pam uh, too. So we're gonna have to ask Pam uh, now. That's Pam's husband, Dave, and. Uh, they had the American Grill together, so yep. if anybody didn't know that, uh, and you know, it brought just wrong timing. They'll, they'll, they tell that story, uh, and they're great. Dave also um, has been a, a good friend of ours. He, um, I don't know what's happening here. Try not. It's odd. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so Dave also volunteers his time and is one of our judges and collects our judges for the North Shore Rotary Celebrity Chef event, um, oh. which is a fundraiser that we invite uh, yes. those prominent Great in the community uh, to, to cook their wares. And so uh, this is this is my trophy, you know, this we've been using this a little bit just as for Food as Thursdays, but it is the trophy that uh, both Tina and I won this past year with, from that event as the fan favorite, not, not Dave's selection, uh, but that's okay. That's okay. I uh, don't hold him against him, but he's they're awesome. Uh, so thank you guys for for coming in, and I really can't wait to go get to to Venom. It's been a little while. Yeah, uh, yeah. But we're gonna great restaurant. That wine tasting. Oh, we're uh, yeah. I can't wait. It, it's you know what we're starving. Not, we're starving for, for the things experience. to do. It, right, right. It's it, and I think you got it hundred percent right. It's not just the eating out. It's the whole experience of eating out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a great idea. I like that. And so uh, how many, so how do business, I was just talking today with Tom Bavona from uh, Gotham Video Productions. And one of the things he was saying, one, you want your business should stay relevant. And how do you stay creative and do these things? Well, here, here's a great example. Perfect example. Not only was he was Massimo selling cleaning supplies, <laughs> but he was also taking the opportunity to, to bring his experience to your home, yeah. not just a, a, a takeout dinner. Yeah. So uh, that's a charge to all of the, the local businesses. How do you do something to stay relevant in these times? Uh, and for us, hey, we're here communicating. Yeah. I'd love to be able to, to to put bowling in your home, and this is our way to do it. Right. Uh, we know you're bowling from home and keep sharing those. Uh, so I think that's that's cool. I'm going to uh, April 30th. Mark your calendar. I already did. Um, I walked mine. Look for that. So we have two segments, and so this is bugging me for a moment, so I'm going to see if I can get this on. Uh, aha! No, that's not it. No, that's, that's not okay. It. That's not the one. 
but that is the meme of the day, Nez. The meme of the day. We were, oh. oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening here. Oh, here we go. Uh, we're but it's, not, it's just on us because it's, well, maybe, No, no, it's, it's going to be in the feed. That is bizarre. Uh, that was our meme of the day. Yeah. Uh, can I try that again? Try again. Oh, there it is. Okay. Bring back bowling soon, baby Jesus. Which, what movie? Bobby. Good night. What's happening? What happening right now? This is my funny mute. Yeah, all the train. Fix it. 